Amen. Let me just for a few minutes address the children that are here. I want to read a text of scripture. It says in Luke chapter 18, verse 27, and he said, the things which are impossible with men are possible with God. The things which are impossible with men are possible with God. Now this morning, boys and girls, we're going to think about another of the Mr. Men characters. And we're thinking today of Mr. Impossible. And if any of you boys or girls have some of these Mr. Men, then bring them to church so I can see them. Could you do that for me? I don't have any, so I just have to rely on an artist's impression as Roger Hardgraves put them out. So we're thinking today of Mr. Impossible, but I want you to think of Mr. Impossible going to school. Mr. Impossible was out for a walk. And as he walked through the woods, he met a boy called William. And the boy says, Hello, I'm William. What's your name? And the reply was, I'm Mr. Impossible. Can you do impossible things, William asked. Of course I can. Well, what sort of things could you do? Could you do anything? Yes, Mr. Impossible said. I can jump over a house. I can make myself invisible. All I have to do is stand here and think. And in a moment, he was gone. And William was saying, where are you? And then he, he flashed back. William says to him, well, could you climb a tree? He says, better than that. I could walk up that tallest tree in the forest and walk back down again. Let me see, William said. So that's exactly what he did. He walked up the tree to the top and back down again. And then William said, well, could you stand on one hand? That's impossible. He says, I'll do better than that, William. I'll stand with no hands. And he stood on his head as if he was upside down. And William was amazed. You can't do anything. Mr. Impossible said to William, where are you going today? I'm off to school. Mr. Impossible says, well, I have never, ever been to school. You've, you've never been to school? Well, then please come with me. So Mr. Impossible went with William to school. And he sat in the back of the class. And when the teacher came in, all the boys and girls stood up and they named the teacher by name, Good Morning, Sir. The teacher told him to sit down. Now, he didn't recognize Mr. Impossible at the back of the class. But he said to the children, I've got a very hard sum for you today. I've got a lot of work to do. And the sum's on the board. And I want you to work on this. And it's going to take all morning. In fact, he said it'll take some of you after dinner even to complete it. But he says, I want everyone to do the hard sum. And before he had finished, William put his hand up. Now the teacher thought, of course, William didn't understand him. Or William was maybe looking to go, sir, could I go to the bathroom? Yes, William, what is it? Sir, I know the answer. But you haven't even started, William. I know the answer. What's the answer, William? 23. Is that right, sir? So the teacher's amazed. William, how did you do that? 
How did you know the answer so quick? How did you work that out? And at that moment, a voice from the back of the room shouted, I told him, who are you? I'm Mr. Impossible, and I can do impossible things. And then he told the teacher that he could read a book upside down. And that's what he did. And all the children laughed. And then he went out to play football with the children. And he kicked the ball so high into the sky that whenever it came back down, it was all snowy and full of frost. And the boys and the girls, they laughed at William eventually went home and his daddy asked him, well, what did you do today in school? What did you learn? He says, I met a man that can do impossible things. And he told his daddy all about Mr. Impossible. And his daddy didn't really believe that. But hundreds of miles away, there was a man called Mr. Impossible. And he went to bed with a big grin because he believed that he could do impossible things. That's the story of Mr. Impossible. Now, boys and girls, I just want to tell you some other things about a Mr. Impossible. Listen to this text of Scripture. The things which are impossible with men are possible with God. Because men can't make themselves invisible. Men can't walk up trees. Men can't fly. If I flap my arms and try and fly around the church, would that be possible? No, it's not. But listen to what the Bible says. The things which are impossible with men are possible with God. And let me just tell you one thing that Mr. Impossible couldn't do. You listening? He couldn't make himself a Christian. He couldn't take away his own sin. He couldn't get to heaven by himself. Here's the disciples asking, Lord, who then can be saved? And then the answer was, the things which are impossible with men are possible with God. A man can't make himself a Christian. But God can make you a Christian. If you recognize your sin, repent of it, receive Christ as Lord and Savior. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, the life. No man comes unto the Father but by me. Maybe you're here this morning and you've got a life situation and it's so hard, so impossible. And you think, well, how is this ever going to happen? How is it ever going to be achieved? It's impossible with you, but it's possible with God. The Bible says all things are possible to them that believe. Maybe you're here this morning and you're dealing with a particular sin as a young person and you can't get the victory and you can't break free and, and, and you would love to be free from this sin, but it's like a chain that's binding itself around you. And how can you get the victory? It's possible with God if you trust and ask him. Maybe you're living for Christ and you're the only Christian in your class. Or what about the only Christian in your school? I was speaking to um, our, our brother um, Smith and he was telling me that him and his sister were the only two Christians in a school of 2,000. And in that environment, he lived for Christ. And you know, maybe you're the only Christian in your workplace or your university. Or maybe you're the only Christian in your home. And in their home, you're, you may be tempted to, to or, or to school, to, to smoke a cigarette around the back of the, the um, bus shelter or, or, or the bike shed. 
Or maybe you'll be tempted this Christmas to drink some alcohol. Here you are. This will be good for you. And, and by the peer pressure of your friends, you'll be offered this. And you'll think, oh, this was a good idea to do this. Or maybe it's to go to a place where you shouldn't be. And you're thinking, well, 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 how could I live victoriously for Christ when I'm under so much pressure? Here's the answer. Even though this is impossible with men, because you can't do it in your own strength or power, it's possible with God. You see, God is a Mr. Impossible. God can do the impossible things. Can God save souls for us and carry duff? Can God restore a backslider? Can God bring new families in? Now we're thankful for the families that are here this morning and we know that there's at least seven or eight out of my head that are absent for, I see them missing from their pews. But can God fill up these empty seats? Can God bring about a, a change of situation in Northern Ireland that's in revival? The answer is yes. What's impossible with men is possible with God. Listen to this text. All things are possible to them that believe. Will you believe that God can do anything according to his will for his own glory by his own power? You remember the story today of Mr. Impossible and fill your mind with the fact that God is a Mr. Impossible. Now the Lord bless you this morning and the next week we're going to look at another of the Mr. Men characters. I'll not tell you who it is. You'll have to come back next week and find out. Well, the, the Lord bless you this morning and thank you for coming and thank you for listening.